The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Now it really feels like Advent because it's December. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, December 1st, 2022, Thursday of the first week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Edmund Campion, born in 1540. He was a Protestant scholar, but soon study of the Church Father's works would lead to him questioning his Protestant beliefs and converting to the Catholic faith in 1572. He began studying for the priesthood. He entered the Jesuits in Rome, and in 1580, three years after his ordination, Father Campion returned to England. He preached one to three times a day, traveling on horseback across the English countryside. In July of 1581, Father Campion was captured by Elizabethan authorities. He suffered torture on a rack, and on December 1, 1581, He was executed by drawing and quartering at Tyburn. St. Edmund Campion, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, in today's Gospel, You speak to us of houses and foundations, of builders and of building techniques. And this is really no surprise because you yourself are the son of a craftsman. That is how people knew you. You were the son of Joseph, Joseph the craftsman, the carpenter. We know that Joseph was a manual laborer and that you very likely worked with him. And perhaps it's, it's not far-fetched to say that you, Jesus, would have built houses or been involved in the construction of buildings. And so you present us this parable, which in a way is very close to your own heart. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house but it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock. And everyone who listens to these words of mine, but does not act on them, 
will be like a fool who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, and it collapsed and was completely ruined. Well, this parable is very visual. We can, as we pray, each bring to our minds the situation that you, Jesus, are describing, two houses. Perhaps these t- houses are in the, same, in the same town, maybe on the same street. One is sturdy. It's built with good material. It sits solidly upon a cement foundation, which in turn is on a rock, perhaps up on elevated ground. The other is flimsy. It's made of cheap resources. It's built on shifting ground, perhaps on an area with erosion, or maybe even in an area that's, that's prone to flooding. Of course, it's not about the houses, really. It's about our souls. And the question that we want to ask today is, what am I building my soul on? On rock or sand? What material should I be building my soul with, so to speak, so that it's firmly founded, it's firmly rooted, it's planted? I read recently some English history about an area off the coast of England called the Eddystone Rocks, which is a treacherous reef. And because the reef is submerged during high tides, it has been the site of many shipwrecks throughout history. It's 13 miles southwest of Plymouth. And there today stands the Eddystone Lighthouse. It's 160 feet high. Its light can be seen for 22 nautical miles. And it has saved many, many people because of its light. It's famous as the first open ocean lighthouse in the world. No one had ever attempted to build in such a wild, remote place, open to the full fury of Atlantic storms. But in the late 1600s, the first of four attempts were made. And the first was from a very bold and self-confident architect named Henry Winstonley, who decided to build on this, on this reef to build a lighthouse. And he could only access the rock to lay the foundation for this lighthouse during low tide. It was a very complicated construction. But eventually, the, lighth- the lighthouse was completed in 1699. And the finished construction was a sight to behold. Winston Lee, who was quite ostentatious, was keen to make it stand out. So he painted it, he gilded it with, with gold leaf, he added a huge wrought iron weather vane and flags all over it. He emblazoned the sides of it with messages to, to soldiers that read in Latin and English. One of them read, Glory be to God. It looked nothing like any other lighthouse before or since. I recommend that you look it up. The Winston Lee Lighthouse. And its light was provided by an assembly of 60 candles in the glass-paned lantern at the top. And legend has it that etched in that glass was the inscription, Winston Lee, the best architect in England. And for four years, the lighthouse worked admirably. But in November of 1703, Winston Lee and a party of workmen visited the lighthouse to carry out some repairs. Well, while they were there, a storm blew up that prevented them from returning ashore. And during the night, the violence of the storm increased, and it became one of the most devastating storms that has ever struck southern England. Well, in the morning, only the stone base of the tower remained. The whole thing was taken to sea. The whole thing was destroyed. And of Winston Lee and his workmen, not a trace was found. 
We'll fast forward to 1759. A John Smeaton, a civil engineer, was hired to build a new lighthouse. And he modeled his lighthouse in the shape of an oak tree, with the base being larger than the top, which was the first lighthouse to be, to be designed in this manner in which most lighthouses now imitate. Well, consequently, his lighthouse, which was built with, with much better uh, techniques, it has outlasted all of its predecessors and stood for over 100 years. It was sturdy due to his engineering ability, but perhaps another clue to its longevity can be found in the upper storage room. Still visible to those who visit the lighthouse at Plymouth today is an original inscription which encircles the top of the room, which reads from Psalm 127. Except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. It's an interesting contrast. That first lighthouse, which was very flashy, gilded, and with that kind of boast of the architect, etched in glass. Contrasting that with this more solid and maybe more simple lighthouse built on the rock, where etched in stone, it says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build labor in vain. The firmer the foundation, the more stable the building. And the second has this conviction of building his lighthouse in the Lord, with the Lord. Again, we ask you, Jesus, what am I building my soul on? On rock or on sand? What material should I be building my soul with so that it is firmly founded, firmly rooted? And we have a bit of a, the recipe here in the parable because Jesus, you say, everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them, they are like a house built on rock. We need humility and we need docility. We need to be able to be humble enough to hear your words, Lord, and, and act on them, make them our own. The humble person is a person who is open to others' ideas. A humble person is one who is willing to change in order to grow. St. Augustine uh, he has this beautiful phrase, which is, is referring to, to this, this image of the tower. Do you wish to rise? Begin by descending. You plan a tower that will pierce the clouds? Lay first the foundation of humility. Excavate. Right? We have to excavate down into the solid rock of humility. I live in Manhattan, in New York City. And one of the reasons we have so many huge skyscrapers is because the island is literally made of granite. If you dig down, you find these huge granite boulders everywhere. And so the, the builders can, can excavate and plant the, these huge towers on very, very solid footing. How can we grow in humility? By listening to the words, to your words, Jesus, and acting on them. By being more united with you, Jesus, more open to your grace and to, to your indication. Jesus, you need to be the rock of my house. You need to be that solid granite on which I can build the tower of my soul. We are celebrating the Novena of Our Lady, the Novena of the Immaculate Conception, and she is Stella Maris, the star of the sea, that light which shines out to sailors who are trying to find a safe haven. She shines out because she is the, the tower of ivory, this tower that 
is beautiful to behold because she is the Anchila Domini, the handmaid of the Lord. She has built her life, her soul, in, in the humility of being completely united to Jesus. We want to do the same. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations they've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Thursday, December 1st, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, let let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to to the Lord. Come, let let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea. It belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and And we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let Let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me although they had seen all my works. Come, let Let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let Let us us worship worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Oh, my God. 
is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. The word, the word of, of the Lord, Lord is, is a strong shield for, for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? the God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deers. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. The word, the word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet has ne have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me, I destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as the dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Your, Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever.
Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May May the the living God, my my Savior, be praised forever. Hear the word of the Lord, all you nations. Proclaim it to the ends of the earth. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Send them forth, hugging the earth like reptiles, from Selah across the desert to the mount of daughter Zion. Like flushed birds, like startled nestlings, are the daughters of Moab at the fords of the Arnon. Offer counsel, take their part. At high noon, let your shadow be like the night, to hide the outcasts, to conceal the fugitives. Let the outcasts of Moab live with you. Be their shelter from the destroyer. When the struggle is ended, the ruin complete, and they have done with trampling the land. A throne shall be set up in mercy, and on it shall sit in fidelity in David's tent a judge upholding right and prompt to do justice. On that day, the glory of Jacob shall fade and his full body grow thin. Like the reaper's mere armful of stalks when he gathers the standing grain, or as when one gleans the ears in the valley of Rephaim, only a scattering of grapes shall be left as when an olive tree has been beaten. Two or three olives remain at the very top, four or five on its fruitful branches, says the Lord, the God of Israel. On that day, man shall look to his maker, his eyes turned toward the Holy One of Israel. He shall not look to the altars, his handiwork, nor shall he regard what his fingers have made the sacred poles, or the incense stands. The Word of the Lord I shall raise up an heir for David, one who is just. He will make fair judgment prevail on earth. And And this this is is the the name they they will give him. The The Lord Lord is our righteousness. A throne of mercy will be set up. There a true judge will sit one who seeks justice and is swift to do right. 
And this is the name they will give him. The Lord is our righteousness. From a commentary on the Diatessaron by St. Ephraim, deacon. To prevent his disciples from asking the time of his coming, Christ said, About that hour no one knows, neither the angels nor the Son. It is not for you to know times or moments. He has kept those things hidden so that we may keep watch, each of us thinking that he will come in our own day. If he had revealed the time of his coming, his coming would have lost its savor. It would no longer be an object of yearning for the nations and the age in which it will be revealed. He promised that he would come, but did not say when he would come, and so all generations and ages await him eagerly. Though the Lord has established the signs of his coming, the time of their fulfillment has not been plainly revealed. These signs have come and gone with a multiplicity of change. More than that, they are still present. His final coming is like his first. As holy men and prophets waited for him, thinking that he would reveal himself in their own day, so today each of the faithful longs to welcome him in his own day because Christ has not made plain the day of his coming. He has not made it plain for this reason especially, that no one may think that he whose power and dominion rule all numbers and times is ruled by fate and time. He described the signs of his coming. How could what he has to himself decided be hidden from him? Therefore, he used these words to increase respect for the signs of his coming so that from that day forward all generations and ages might think that he would come again in their own day. Keep watch. When the body is asleep, nature takes control of us, and what is done is not done by our will, but by force, by the impulse of nature. When deep listlessness takes possession of the soul, for example, faint-heartedness or melancholy, the enemy overpowers it and makes it do what it does not will. The force of nature, the enemy of the soul, is in control. When the Lord commanded us to be vigilant, he meant vigilance in both parts of man, in the body, against the tendency to sleep, in the soul, against lethargy and timidity. As Scripture says, Wake up, you just, and I have risen, and am still with you. And again, do not lose heart. Therefore, having this ministry, we do not lose heart. Therefore, having this ministry, we do not lose heart. I shall make with you an everlasting covenant. I shall send the promise given in mercy to David. I have set him as a witness to the peoples, as leader and teacher of all nations. This saving act of God is is for all nations, and they will heed it. I I have set him as a witness to the peoples, as leader and teacher of all nations. Let us pray. Stir up your power, we pray, O Lord, and come, that with you to protect us we may find rescue from the pressing dangers of our sins, and with you to set us free we may be found worthy of salvation who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 
25 minutes before the hour. Today's gospel is coming right up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday of the first week of Advent, December 1st, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives some practical tips on construction from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, Daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's a fact. We may not always like or agree with God's will. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. God's will is also shown in those things he allows to happen that do not turn out as we had hoped. They are often even directly opposed to our wishes, or apparently at variance with what we have perhaps prayed for fervently and perseveringly. Then it is time to redouble our prayers and fix our eyes more steadily on Jesus Christ. This is especially true when events make life unusually hard and misfortunes come personal illness, material setback, or disaster, the death of a loved one, the sufferings of those who are dear to us. Our Lord will unite us with his prayer, not what I will, Father, but as thou wilt, not my will, but thine be done. He even wants to share with us at times all the sorrow that comes from injustice and lack of understanding, but he also taught us to obey unto death, even death on a cross. If we are sometimes made to suffer greatly, God will not be offended by our tears. But we must say at once, Father, thy will be done. There can be moments in life when heavy blows fall on us, accompanied perhaps by darkness and deeply felt anguish and grief, times when God's will is so difficult to accept that we are tempted to discouragement. The sight of our Lord in the Garden of Gethsemane will show us how to react. We must embrace God's will unconditionally and without limits of any kind while we persevere in prayer. Throughout life, there will often be times when we will necessarily have to act in complete conformity with the will of God our Father. 
It is precisely then that in our personal prayer we will say within ourselves, Is it what you want, Lord? Then it's what I want too. And there will come peace and tranquility to our soul and to our surroundings. Faith will make us see a higher wisdom behind the screen of each occurrence. God knows better. We men have little understanding of how his fatherly and gentle care leads us towards him. Jesus Christ will relieve us of all our burdens, and they will be made holy. There is a providence behind every happening. Whether we see it or not, everything is arranged and disposed to serve for the salvation of everyone in the best way possible. Yes, absolutely everything, whether it occurs in the general course of the world's events or in the little everyday universe of our job or occupation or family. Everything that happens can and ought to help us to encounter God and thus to find peace and serenity of soul. In everything, God works for good with those who love Him. The accomplishment of God's will is the true source of tranquility and peace. The saints have left us an example of an unconditional fulfillment of the divine will. St. John Chrysostom expresses it thus, On each occasion I say, Lord, thy will be done. It's not what this or that one wants, but what you want me to do. This is my fortress. This is my firm rock. This is my sure support. Let us finish our prayer by asking in unison with the church, O God, when the angel brought your message, the sinless virgin received within herself your divine word. She was filled with the light of the Holy Spirit and became the home of God. Grant that, like her, we may steadfastly obey your will. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 16 before the hour, once again, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
awake lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Awake lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High, to God who has always been my help. May he send from heaven and save me and shame those who assail me. May God send his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions who devour the sons of men, their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. I will sing, I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it, as it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, he who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain, the wine, and the oil, the sheep and the oxen. They themselves shall be like watered gardens, Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings, says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be, be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw. At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth, 
by the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of our God, in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts. Examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord, the Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. A reading from the book of Isaiah. I am the Lord, and there is no other. There is no God besides me. It is I who arm you, though you know me not, so that toward the rising and the setting of the sun men may know that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, there is no other. I form the light and create the darkness. I make well-being and create woe. I, the Lord, do all these things. Let justice descend, O heavens, like dew from above. Like gentle rain, let the skies drop it down. Let the earth open and salvation bud forth. Let justice also spring up. I, the Lord, have created this. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your, Your light will, will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. I shall wait for my Lord and Savior and point him out when he is near. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers 
and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. I shall wait for my Lord and Savior and point him out when he is near. Alleluia. Christ is the wisdom and power of God, and his delight is to be with the children of men. With confidence, let us pray. Draw near to us, Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, you have called us to your glorious kingdom. Make us walk worthily, pleasing God in all we do. Draw Draw near near to us, Lord. You who stand unknown among us. Reveal yourself to men and women. Draw Draw near near to us, Lord. You are nearer to us than we are to ourselves. Strengthen our faith and our hope of salvation. Draw Draw near near to us, Lord. You are the source of holiness. Keep us holy and without sin, now and until the day of your coming. Draw Draw near near to us, us, Lord. To these prayers, we pause to add the intercessions of our own hearts. Draw Draw near near to us, Lord. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Stir up your power, we pray, O Lord, and come, that with you to protect us we may find rescue from the pressing dangers of our sins, and with you to set us free we may be found worthy of salvation, who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, join the Merry Beggars this Sunday night at 6 for Christmas Live, a one-hour variety show celebrating Advent 
and the joy of the Christmas season. That's this Sunday night at 6 Central Time on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Morning Air is coming up in just a minute with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.